0: In 1990, the internet as we know it was created. An invention of infinite possibilities and unknown potential. There are now over 2 billion websites currently in existence. A wealth of information, functionality, and social media. However, if you dig deeper, there lies more beneath the surface. The strange, bizarre, and dark corners of the net. Welcome to the weird wide web man so do you know that feeling where there's all these bits in your head and you got them like so ready so many funny pieces that we're gonna lead into this episode and then you start recording and it's just absolutely fucking nothing and that's the sign of a good podcaster <laughs> i'm yale joined as ever by nile and welcome back to the weird wide web
1: Woo! welcome back
0: well we got another exciting episode uh another like legendary mystery online internet mystery uh our favorite debaucherous place of reddit
1: oh i didn't uh, i was like vegas
0: birthplace (laughs) it's yeah it's like the the incel version of vegas (laughs) nice (laughs) they've got gambling hey perfect uh, but it yeah it's a this this is a fun one, uh like decades long you know our usual fun internet mystery rabbit holes uh and we we've decided not to record this podcast episode on an xbox three sixty chat room, so <laughs> hopefully the audio actually sounds good this time.
1: no, it'll be fun. I think it added to the uh the
0: ambiance yeah raw, baby. yeah, we're fucking raw, baby. <laughs> so we're gonna dive into the mystery of Lake City quiet pills. <gasps>
1: um, oh but I actually know all about this.
0: Do you really? No, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> oh God, I was gonna be like, yeah, give me your intro. what do you what do you know? Oh I I was genuinely shocked there genuinely yeah. shocked. No,
1: no, I have no fucking clue. It's like most shit with you, yeah. This is why you're my friend cause you let me know about
0: this stuff. <laughs> Well, I mean this one's got all the things. It's got weird creators, it's got Reddit, it's got murder.
1: <gasps> murder? Was that a question mark at the end?
0: Murder? Maybe. Oh. Maybe. But without further ado cuz we got a lot to cover, you know. Uh let's let's get into it. First we're going to thank uh their two creators, Nexpo and Barely Sociable. They both have videos on this as well and they were uh, definitely a great resource for a lot of the research they did some amazing like investigating and write-ups so definitely shout out to them yeah enough about them yeah Th- this is our podcast yeah, all right let's get into our podcast hey we got to give credit where credit's due okay on the 19th of january 2010 mahmoud al Mabu boarded a flight from damascus to dubai alone al Mabu typically would travel with two bodyguards however Thanks to a last-minute online booking and a full plane, his bodyguards would arrive the next day. Upon landing in Dubai, he went directly to his hotel. Mabu used a fake name and requested a room with no balcony and sealed windows. Mabu was taking extreme precautions for a good reason. He was a well-known arms dealer for the Hamas and Iran, making him a high-value target for the opposition. Not just that but three attempts had already been made on his life up to this point. After checking in, Mabu made his way up to the second floor in his room, 237. Two men dressed in tennis gear can be seen riding the elevator with him and getting off on the same floor. The two supposed sports enthusiasts appear to follow Mabu just enough to learn which room he was in. Shortly after Mabu reaches his room, a phone call is made to the hotel, booking the room across from 237. Then, a man enters the hotel and picks up the key for that room. This man would never make his way up to the room, however. Instead, he meets another individual in the hotel lobby and hands off his key. Roughly an hour after checking in, Mabu left the hotel to go shopping in Dubai. Records show that shortly after Mabu left, the lock on room 237 was reprogrammed. Four unidentified men exit the elevator on the second floor. They enter room 237 and wait in the darkness. Mabu returns to the hotel around 8.24 and returns to his room. 25 minutes later, the same four men are seen returning to the elevator. Then, in the next hour, the four men, the two men dressed in tennis gear, and a few others all leave the hotel and make their way to the airport. The next day, around 1 p.m., a hotel cleaner attempted to enter 237 to clean, but found the door locked from the inside. Hotel security was called and access to the room was gained. The two entered and found the dead body of Mahmoud al-Mabou lying in bed. On the side table next to him, a small bottle of medicine was found. Dubai police were called, and for the next 10 days, al-Mabou was assumed to have died of natural causes. It took a call from the Hamas to get the Dubai police to start genuinely investigating. Upon re examination, it would be discovered that Al Mabu had been injected with a muscle paralyzing poison and then likely suffocated. This assassination would go to shock the world and make headlines everywhere. Searching for answers, speculation soon followed. The primary suspects seemed to be Israel and the Mossad. In the following years of investigation, Dubai would release a list of 26 individuals suspected to be involved in the hit. Unfortunately, though, All they had for the suspects were the false passports used to enter Dubai. The passports were that of real people, all members with dual citizenship, though stolen for their use. To this day, only three people have been arrested and none of them were part of the list of 26. As a result, no one truly knows the identity of any member of this elite hit squad. Speculation would spread to the internet and thanks to a handful of events, theories would sprout. From a seemingly unrelated online mystery. To unwrap this mystery, we have to go back to the end of 2007, when a new Reddit account was created. On the 12th of December, the account Religion of Peace was created. This user became very active across Reddit with a very unique voice. Analyzing their post history, we see they were unapologetic in spreading their views, often aggressive in their responses to people who disagreed, and possibly or impossibly involved with the military. Reading through their many posts, an image of who this poster is can be drawn. Religion of Peace mentioned their age quite often, claiming to be 79 years old, though, on one occasion, claiming only to be 70.
1: Whoa, whoa, wait. You're telling me there's some old guy on Reddit who claims he's 79 Mm -hmm. and potentially could be a little forgetful at that age.
0: And Could be, or maybe a mistype. The nine and the zero very close together. They
1: are holy shit. Now that I look down, they mm-hmm. are very close to each other.
0: They are very close to each other.
1: Oh my! And religion of peace was, is mm-hmm. is this normal spelling?
0: Uh, yeah, for the most part, it's like you know your your username.
1: I know, but you can't have like you can't duplicate usernames.
0: Uh, no, not really. Without like changing them, it's all spelled out. There's no like. Letters, yeah. numbers used for letters, if that's what okay. you're asking.
1: Yeah, I, I, for some reason, I think that just gives a little credibility if it's actually spelled out right.
0: Right, right.
1: But, anyways, continue.
0: This could either read as highly impressive based on the amount they posted or highly unlikely. More seemingly improbable information we can glean is their involvement with the military, claiming to have been involved in the Cold War, deployed in Palestine between 46 and 49. And even being part of the Battle of Normandy. Religion of Peace told one poster that they had been born in 1930 and enlisted in the Army at the ripe age of 14, later explaining they had retired in 87 and were happy to find work in a computer related field that did not require much physical effort. Amongst all these claims, other users on Reddit rarely seemed to question the claims of grandeur. Instead, Users seem to be more interested or entertained in learning the lore of this user. Reviewing Religion of Peace's account, we also learned some less savory information. For the entirety of their Reddit use, they were a moderator of the now infamous subreddit r slash jailbait.
1: Oh, I knew it was going to be some fucking. I know those 79 horned dogs. He went through oh, war. Yeah. He's going through foxholes. Oh, yeah, he, he was looking for it.
0: This now deleted subreddit was home to a community of pedophiles posting images of barely legal or sometimes underage girls. Unsurprisingly, this subreddit gained the eye and disgust of the public. At one point, the creator even went on TV to defend its existence, only to be thoroughly embarrassed and discredited. All this creates an image of the person behind the now famous Reddit account. Fast forward to the 19th of May, 2009. Religion of Peace would make a post on the Reddit subreddit. In this post, he casually claims he was tired of using commercial image hosting sites, so he set up his own. With this, we also get a link to the site, LakeCityQuietPills.com. Ooh. That's, it's the name. He said, I said the thing. That was the thing. Wait. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm still
1: mind blown that nine and zero are right next to each other.
0: <laughs> I, I, you know, we're on a video chat, and I have been watching you. you I've just been staring at your keyboard. I've seen. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking down. <laughs> I've been taking your eyes. Um, off of it.
1: even more not to not to crack the mystery there. Um, uh-huh. but they have the same exact symbol. For like the shift command,
0: just reverse Two parentheses, yes.
1: Just saying none of the other numbers are even close to each other. That's true.
0: I could be onto something. That's true.
1: Listeners, just keep it in the back of your mind. This could come up again.
0: Yeah, Make a little side note right in the margin there of this mystery. We are taken to a simple and unassuming website by clicking on the link. There are standard page options such as home, about us, terms of service, public gallery, Report abuse and random image. The homepage also gives us the system to upload different types of images, how to make albums, and login and register options. Interestingly, the website's top banner does not display the link's title, Lake City Quiet Pills, instead giving us the name, That Old Guy's Image Host. Using the Wayback Machine, we can see some of the public images that were being hosted on this site, and unsurprisingly, They shared disgusting similarities with the jailbait subreddit. Throughout the summer of 2009, Religion of Peace continued to promote his site all over Reddit. After a while, the site boasted hosting upwards of 2,254 images. These images were almost unanimously porn.
1: Porn, of course. It's always porn.
0: Yep, it's always porn. This is not the fun porn, though. This is the borderline if not illegal porn. Um, Excuse me, Yale, is there, did you just say fun porn? (laughs) Yeah, fun porn, like holding hands.
1: You're in a committed relationship. Don't you tell me there's fun porn, (laughs) Yale.
0: I'm friends with benefits with Jesus. (laughs) Late at night, on the 17th of July, Religion of Peace would make another post. In this post, he harped on the flurry of bullshit spam subreddits that had been popping up. He explained that he had been mass-reporting them to no avail and with little response from any moderators. This would be the last post that Religion of Peace would ever make. Around 1pm the next day, a new account was created on Reddit, user 2-6. After only 50 minutes, 2-6 would make their first post. Jailbait. The end. (laughs) I mean, yeah, pretty much. The end of Religion of Peace. This is the the actual Uh, post, word for word. He died today. I'm the person who provided Religion of Peace, the space for that old guy's image host. Milo died today. He was 79 years old. He died at his desk looking at your sight. Milo was a mean old fucker, mean and ornery. He hooked me up with my first gig when I got out of the army. I didn't like finding him like that. Milo don't have any living relatives and no real friends. And other than his landlady and a few people where he worked, he didn't talk to anyone about much of anything. Me, he just tolerated. As I said, he was mean. I think he used that as a shield to keep people away from him. Milo thought God was some kind of con game thought up by some lazy sons of bitches who didn't want to work every day. So he's going into the fire on Monday, without a service just like he wanted. I'm planning to dump his ashes in the woods in PA where he was born. Can't put them right there because there's a mall there now. I gave the girl next door his raggedy old cat and most of his books. His computers and tronic shit he tagged for the disabled vets and VA. All the rest of the stuff is for the Salvation Army. All those years and everything he owned fits in the trunk of my car. I don't know what else to say. I'll miss him, miserable bastard. That's... That last line felt like there should be a twang on it. Oh,
1: of course there's a twang. It's, (laughs) It's like a little, almost like a... He showed me
0: that jailbait
1: subreddit. That miserable bastard. Right.
0: That miserable bastard in his free hosting of my illegal porn sites.
1: Yeah. Other thing I picked up on in there... Uh, mm-hmm. and i i don't know if, if it is correct uh landlady
0: landlady
1: yeah for like a, a female landlord yeah is that is that like a common name yeah i just i thought it was just like always landlord but I guess like lord and lady
0: the lord and lady is that <laughs> i would know yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's why I'm asking you because you would know <laughs> yeah I feel like landlady is common nomenclature i've heard it i've definitely heard it before
1: have you? I feel like that's a very passive-aggressive way to, like, if you're having problems, and you're like, okay, landlady, like, back off.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's just changing based on your inflection.
1: <laughs> okay, landlady, that was really helpful.
0: I still Yeah, see? There you go. It's so nice. <laughs> I, I don't know. I felt it. <laughs> we finally had a name for religion of peace. Milo. And a possible confirmation of his age claims? The post gained mainly positive responses from the members of Reddit. Users sent their well-wishes, with some skeptical posters mixed in. 2-6 returned a few days later and thanked the users, commenting on his surprise at their response to Milo's passing. While this may seem like our story's end, it, in fact, was the spark that ignited the intrigue and suspicion of many online. With that, the initial investigation into who these people were began. I always find that interesting when I was researching this that like all these I mean because there's hundreds and hundreds of posts that you can read through of religion of peace and there's all these wild claims of like his military involvement and stuff like that. The fact that he enlisted at 14 and like very very few people actually question him. But when he supposedly died everybody was like hold on a second.
1: Yeah they believed it forever and then they're like wait. A guy like no, that, no. He, I don't think he can die. <laughs> right. He was in Normandy. He's been through
0: like five fucking wars.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, also like very reminiscent of uh, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he was just like frozen and then came out. And, yeah. Except uh, yeah. who is it? Peggy? Peggy wasn't old. She was really young this time.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Captain America. Oh, he didn't come back. He's in a better place. Is he? Users started running searches into the username Religion of Peace and 26. The username 26 began turning up multiple accounts across the internet, the earliest one having been tracked down to a Fark.com account created in 2001. I'm sorry, was that Fark? Fark, yeah. What's Fark? It was like an old... FARC was like an old kind of like forum message board to discuss like news and all different types of things. Got
1: it. Just wanted to make sure we were on that same page. It sounded like <laughs> <For> FARC. <something laughs> fart.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fart.com. Does anybody, fart.com? <laughs> Does anybody own Fart.com? They have to. Oh, yeah. you, you want to hear dot. something really funny? Uh, side note.
0: Uh, no, I don't want to hear anything funny on our comedy podcast, please. Uh, this is
1: not, this is a serious <laughs> journalism effort here.
0: All right. <laughs> Um, wait, sorry, fart.com is owned. Joke of the day giving up drinking. I'm giving up drinking until this is over. Punchline sorry, bad punctuation. I'm giving up drinking until this is over.
1: That had nothing to do with farts, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has nothing to do with farts. <laughs> that is a letdown. There's not even a f- I, and first of all, when I enter the page, I expect a fart noise, yeah, right? It's just a joke site.
1: Oh, well, I get, I mean. Yeah. At least it's not something... Like, imagine if it was a serious, like... I found the fart sound effect. Oh, it's 10 minutes of fu- <laughs> funny fart sounds.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Anyways, <laughs> got a little sidetrack there. I'm happy with that. Um,
1: but no, since we were mentioning um, domain names and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, so I had bought the domain for my uh, great business idea, and then we were doing... Uh, save the dates and shit to like send out. Mm-hmm. So Shannon's on my computer and looking through, it, and then she just sees uh, a bunch of emails come up from GoDaddy, and she she hadn't heard of it before, so she just looks. She's like, "What is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you subscribed to?" And I was just like, "No, was, no, 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 GoDaddy." Like you've never seen the Danica Patrick commercials or anything, and she was like, "Who's
0: that?" <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean like of all the like domain name hosting sites, GoDaddy is like the site that everybody knows. Yeah. Like even if you don't know about the internet, you know GoDaddy cuz they had all those fucking commercials. Yeah.
1: But when it came up like uh 14.99 subscription page, <laughs> it was
0: like, uh, what is this? How do you think I paid for this new house?" <laughs> 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 I found my daddy had GoDaddy.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: FARC user 11057 held this account, held the account, Angel26, and their bio read, Dispensing Lake City Quiet Pills to lousy bastards in need of permanent rest since 1968. Even more damning, the email connected to this account, Angel26 at LakeCityQuietPills.com. Exploring the posts of Angel26 on a FARC forum post about 9-11, not surprising based on its proximity to the tragic event, we can compare their writing style to that of the Reddit posts. The style itself seems to be different in tone and grammatically, seemingly pointing to the idea that the two may be separate people. However, now armed with the Angel26 username, we can begin to track down that across the internet. We find traces of this account name on such sites as ZBrush, Yahoo Answers, and Jaguar PC. Notably, on Jaguar PC, we see some posts from Angel that mirror the same sentiments on spammers as Milo's post from Reddit. Unfortunately, this is just speculation, so the investigators turned their efforts to the connection and true meaning behind the Lake City Quiet Pills site. Users started by cracking the meaning behind the name Lake City Quiet Pills. One post Milo made on the 16th of July, hints at its true meaning. Responding to a post about Navy SEALs, Milo ends his comment with the statement, I can't think of any number of criminal organizations that wouldn't benefit from a dose of Lake City quiet pills. Users quickly traced Lake City to an ammunition plant in Missouri created by the Remington Arms Company in 1941, a plant that is still around and a major ammunition supplier for the U.S. military. Making the easy assumption that quiet pills were in fact referring to bullets. Bullets!
1: I knew it! I fucking (laughs) knew it!
0: (laughs) Yeah, Lake City Quiet Pills. That
1: makes sense. Is the answer bullets? Um, Wow. Yeah. No. Okay. So I got that. Also, Mm -hmm. that's a fucking badass way you said it was like his um, where he was like his bio. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was fucking serving Lake City Quiet Pills since '67. Like, shit, just, that's fucking <laughs> badass.
0: Yeah. If we're if we're LARPing as military assassins, it's pretty sick. Yeah. Refocusing back to the Lake City site, something about the homepage link was off. When clicking on the homepage link, you were brought to lakecityquietpillscom photo multihost indexphp instead of simply lakecityquietpills.com. Noticing this, users eliminated the URL's subdirectories and went directly to the site. Strangely, they were met with a completely blank white page. Traditionally, there would be some placeholder text or image if a portion of the site was still being developed, spurring users to investigate deeper. While on the blank page, investigators opened up the HTML source code and began analyzing it. Nothing out of the ordinary was found in the actual code until one scrolled all the way down. Scrolling down, one could find plain text discussing what seemed like job listings. It also included instructions about who and how to contact the organizers. The text also included nefarious code names that likely stood for either wet work or wants and warrants. Using source code to pass communications for illegal work doesn't seem like the most secure method though it certainly isn't common knowledge to the majority of the public. Armed with this, users proceeded to seek out more images by accessing older archives of these messages. So, like, essentially what they found was there's, like, contact, there's this guy Shade, like, contact Shade for booking and, you know, job opportunities, and then in there, there would be, like, a bunch of lists of, like, North America job, must speak Spanish, you know. Portuguese helps. W and W. There's all these like acronyms and stuff like that. To they kind of seem like job listings for, you know, hitman work or wet work or maybe like transportation work, smuggling. You know. Oh, so not like Uber. Mm-hmm. Not Uber
1: so much. No. No, more like more, <laughs> more, uh, more serious stuff. Okay, but mm-hmm. honestly, when I'm just saying, I've learned a lot over. Uh, all of these different podcasts because uh-huh. when it said white page, I immediately went, source code, Let we got to look. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's got to be something in there. Yeah. There's always something. Wow, look at F-12, us. F-12, baby. Look at us learning. Look through that source code, yeah. Accessing different archive snapshots of the site allowed sleuths to find the changes in messages. Particularly, they found an image from the 17th of July, 2009 that read, I'm sorry to tell you all that old Milo died yesterday. He went quiet and calm, not like we all figured. I gave that fat mangy cat of his to the little girl next door. No services or nothing, you know Milo. I'm taking his ashes back to where his farm was. Close to it, anyway. There's a mall where his place was. So hoist a few for the old man. Remember what he said. Keep faith with the man who's got your back.
1: Oh, my God. That's almost like the same other thing.
0: Oh, my God. It's like two sixes running this site. Oh. Wait. Still.
1: But two and six aren't that close together on the keyboard.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) It's two dash six. So they're leaving some room for the in-between for the three, four, five. Oh,
1: that makes sense.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I thought I was onto something. (laughs) Why is is two afraid of six? Because Milo died peacefully. (laughs) nailed it (laughs) you must be you must be on (laughs) Uh,
1: fart.com baby
0: still users dug deeper scouring the various snapshots until they found a message from the 12th of january 2010 happy new year everyone we're having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th party starts at 1500 at the usual send your rsvp to shade fyi we're booking a room for three days for anyone coming from out of town and overnight for locals. Come hoist one for Dutch Milo. Six days later, a new message. We got 38 rooms in the Marriott on 46. Shade as the key cards for locals. Pick up at the party. Give your travel name to the desk and that's it. No ID needed since we're covering the bill. Keep the room service under 500, okay? The phones are not secure. Bus from the hotel leaves at 1330. Carve service vouchers for return trip when you're ready to crash. Don't DUI. Through more messages, it can be ascertained that apparently Milo was very well off and had left his group with a large sum of money that was being used to facilitate this party. Further proof of the expenses was discovered in a third message that broke down their payments, adding up to $94,000. This message also ended with the statement, You all did Dutch Milo proud. Thanks. The dates of these messages, party plans and use of hotels certainly align with the assassination of Mahmoud Al-Mabou.
1: Oh my god, so that whole intro wasn't just a random story? It had everything Was to do with this. Story.
0: <laughs> it wasn't just a fun assassination story I decided to start the podcast with.
1: I don't know. I thought you were clickbaiting again. <laughs>
0: uh Yeah, so they found messages where they were planning a party for the 19th, 2010. Mabu assassinated the 19th, 2010.
1: Oh, oh,
0: that's a big Mabu-boo. And so in all the reporting of currently to this day, like nobody has been found guilty of this assassination. There are currently 33 suspected people to have been involved in this. So... Wait. Hotel rooms, travel, $94,000?
1: Yeah, you said, what, you said 38 rooms?
0: Uh, 38 rooms, yeah.
1: So what if there's five more people that were involved?
0: There could be five more people.
1: Holy shit. Damn. Wait, so where are all these uh messages again? Like, where you're getting the info? These
0: messages, these messages are source code messages, but just different Screenshots on the wayback machine, because you can go year by year, month by month, so you can see changes in the site, and those changes to source code would persist throughout the screenshot mm-hmm. so people were able to kind of like see when these messages changed and stuff like that, and so they found these very coincidental snapshots oh interesting there was also i I couldn't verify this, but there was in one of the like reporting and stuff like that, I think they linked one or two of the cards used by the assassination team linked back to a town near Lake City, Missouri, but I only saw that in one place, so I don't know if that's actually true
1: yeah, all right that's interesting i'm I'm intrigued to learn mm-hmm. more
0: that combined with the large amount of Reddit comments from Milo that discuss military adjacency at the very least. The assumption of this group's involvement becomes less of a far-fetched idea. Though, coincidence does exist in our world and cannot be dismissed as an explanation for the situation, mainly because their involvement to this day is all speculative. Regardless, this was effective at birthing the greater online conspiracy. More eyes were brought into its investigation, And with more eyes, the HTML messages also gained more attention. So much attention that the messages became encrypted. These encryptions were broken three separate times by interested users, each time using a more complex encryption, all until the final message that remains unsolved to this day. So basically, people kept trying to read the more current HTML source code messages, and the people behind it kept trying to encrypt them these Reddit users who investigated it kept cracking that, cracking that, cracking that, and then there's this final code that nobody's been able to crack, supposedly, because like we, uh, we don't have the key for it to unlock it, but that message hasn't changed yet, so it might be like, uh, we're not using this to communicate anymore, go to this place kind of message. Uh,
1: we don't know. Got it. Has, mm-hmm. has anyone tried Milo as the password? it's not a password it's a key (laughs) but where do you put the key like in your in your usb drive or yeah that's right put it in the old cd-rom put it
0: in the cd-rom
1: little floppy disk Mash it in just fucking Mm -hmm. flop that key around flat key
0: (laughs) for the longest time this is where the greater mystery ended for most people A series of bizarre personalities mixed with suspicious coincidences kept online communities speculating. However, Nexpo was not satisfied with this lackluster conclusion and pushed deeper to hunt down answers. He began by scouring through the old archives of the Lake City image hosting site. What was especially helpful is that, unlike the media on many archived sites, the photos on Lake City could still be accessed. Amongst these images, he noticed a common watermark pasted on most of them. The site was drunkenstepfather.com.
1: What is that?
0: What could this look <laughs> at this website host? Um, funny,
1: <laughs> funny, uh, non stepfather related jokes like fart.com.
0: Right, right. 10 minute fart compilations. Ooh, yeah. Drunken Stepfather was yet another image site, and as is now the familiar theme in this mystery, Filled with underage porn. Nexpo pushed past the vile imagery and dove into the site's forums. Oh what a fucking hero. (laughs) Not to shit on your guy. (laughs) He did a lot of work on this.
1: (laughs) He's I just picture him with like a machete, like chopping through fucking child porn just on the internet. I have to get (laughs) the
0: answers. (laughs) <laughs> it's like the Holy Grail.
1: Don't look! <laughs> <Yeah>. Don't look! <laughs>
0: Using the search function, he sought out any reference to that old guy's image host. The search provided him with a single thread that was 75 pages long and spanned the greater part of four years. Next Bo began reading through what would become a treasure trove of information. In this thread, we not only gain more information about the site, but also our familiar cast of characters. On the 15th of April, 2010, user 2.6 made a post announcing that that old guy's image host is up and ready to be used. The following comments are filled with other users thanking him for the service, mainly that he is doing this for free. One user comments on how much money hosting something like this is and how grateful they are. The response is likely so positive due to Drunken stepfather's questionable content it had been challenging to maintain an image hosting source that would not eventually ban them though we discover that solely hosting a an image hosting site has difficulties over the following few pages we can see that the site suffered from slow load times at points and even being down for extended periods of time on page 9 of the thread another user predator24 <laughs> oh my
1: god that's that's uh, you know what i've given the benefit of the doubt it might be like we shouldn't. It might be like Alien vs Predator, you know, that type of Predator.
0: <laughs> Big sci fi fan, huh? But yeah, he's he's probably on Hulu right now watching Prey. Yeah. I mean, are you giving it the benefit of the doubt because his username ends in twenty-four and that's totally fine as an age.
1: Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine.
0: Is that predator eighteen? <laughs> yeah,
1: is that yeah, or Predator like seventeen. 17. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He complains about the site being down and wonders if this was due to money issues. In response to this, user Satan666 describes that it was not a money thing because Milo had left 26 a ton of money and that he should be grateful because the service was being provided for free. Over the next few months of the thread, we can see that the site continued to experience issues and are provided with a possible explanation it is discussed that 26 had been injured on a mission in Uganda, which is likely why the site's issues were not being fixed. Then, in October of 2010, in an email shared from Shade, we would learn of 26's death. The email is shared by Satan666 and read, I wish it could be a joke. Truly, I do. On the 31st, his living will goes into effect, and the life support will be turned off. I've been working with 2-6 for almost 25 years. I never expected him like this. Dead. Sure, but not falling apart in a hospital bed. Milo went last year, and now 2-6 looks to be checking out. We've had a real tough, rough patch here. 2 replacement will be taking over tomorrow. I've given him 2 note, and between us, we deciphered most of it. With the notes and the kid we had in to work on the network for us, we don't expect any problems. Shade.
1: Whoa. So tell me, 2 6 died. Dead. Dead. From, ironically, Uganda? No. Oh, he Like, he was he gone. only apparently. Duh. You know. <laughs>
0: I'm, cut, I'm blocking Farts.com. Please block it. You're, you're not allowed to use these. I'm just
1: scrolling anymore. through. I'm on page six already.
0: <laughs> it's, it's crazy how relevant they are. Right? Though. I'll give them that.
1: Oh, my, There might be something. I'm going to check the source code.
0: <laughs> Two six had apparently suffered a stroke, which left them in a coma, soon to be brought to an end. With this death, we also learn of the image's new site manager, a user named jp4 in new hands the thread pushed on the site continued to have issues and jp4 can be tracked on various other sites trying to raise funds to support it jp4 would also be the start to a handful of owners the site would go through before eventually shutting down nearing the end of 2011 pierce would replace jp4 then before the year ended pierce would be replaced by a person named bishop bishop would hold ownership of the site until May of 2012, when they would be replaced by Kim Maxson. Finally, a user named Madam Meow would become the site's last owner before eventually shutting down in 2014.
1: That's what happens when you give the reins to a woman.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I I wholeheartedly believe, in my heart of hearts, Madam Meow... ...is not a woman. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> women are too smart to be looking at fucking underage porn.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, I thought this was all yeah. still part of, like, the assassination plot.
0: Kinda. No, this, uh, this is all mainly just discussing the image hosting site. Oh, got it. Oh, okay. The assassination link, kinda, it ends at speculation. Nothing beyond, like, their party dates lining up and being like really in line with the assassination plus their kind of like military role playing that they've been doing. Uh that's kinda the most we can and like like uh that's the most we can draw comparison to. Got it. So now we're just kinda trying to find who these people actually are.
1: Oh all right, all right. So wait, they were just role playing online, like saying shit? Maybe.
0: Who knows? Hopefully you! I like to think it's real.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking get to it already!
0: (laughs) While Drunken Stepfather is still around, an incident in 2017 saw Madame Miao and other accounts associated with the hosting site deleted. Supposedly, a hacker gained access to the site and deleted a handful of accounts. However, we learned from the site's creator that this attack was targeting these individuals specifically. A post on the Mysteries subreddit would reveal more about this focused attack. This is a post that was made to the Lake City Quiet Pills subreddit where people would like discuss theories, bring new evidence, stuff like that. Got
1: it. So where you would be living. Where I live. Oh yeah, sorry.
0: Present, present tense. Still, still going on. Still doing research. LCQP truth, it's not what you think. It's time to stop. These people are very rich, but that money does not come from Merck work. Shade and Milo were software engineers at a later stage of their life due to injuries sustained in combat. Maybe not Shade, but he still went that route as well. Their jobs were organizing heists, smuggling ops. Simple as that. This is why recruitment was largely language-based. Merc work does pay well but not well enough to net you millions of dollars for operations when your team is only a few men large. That money does not come out of thin air and lets you buy heavy weaponry. Some of these posters members have no background in merc work. They do however have work in public and private transportation. Milo is definitely real and at a later part of his life started reliving his duties and gave it to others. Who continued his work his hobbies were computer science web hosting programming 3d modeling jacking off and organizing jobs as he spent a third part of his life on the web i'm sorry did uh did i casually slip in jacking off yeah, nope that's in the post <laughs> that's in the just jacking off jacking off
1: and they spell it just like jacking space off
0: Oh, yeah. He wasn't jacking out of the internet. He was masturbating.
1: Okay. Okay. That, okay. I didn't know.
0: His organization went under after Shade's suicide. He had cancer, anyways. And I think the new one has been operating for three years. I will respect their privacy and hopefully this gives people closure. The initial belief that it's a PMC stationed in Africa is wrong. Milo had right wing leanings and recruited like minded people. Look up what. Rodesta actually means to people nowadays, and you'll understand South Africa is still deemed their home due to the real estate they kept buying up, but they've operated across the world. Also, easy to find desperate, like-minded people there. A message to LCQP. I cleared your tracks. Have a good one. I am (laughs) so confused now. Right. I don't it's a wild. One.
1: I don't know if they're role playing or if this is there's actual stuff now. You fucked me up on this one.
0: <laughs> it's a lot. I know. So this this post was posted kind of like close to when these accounts got deleted on Drunken Stepfather. Yeah. Supposedly accounts that were targeted uh connected to the hosting site. God, targeted. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So there's a lot of interesting stuff in this post there's a lot of information one they seem to be implying that like the people running lcqp are still alive ending it with i cleared your tracks have a good one they're also trying to like veer the conversation away from these people being mercenaries essentially yeah also and the fact that
1: sorry not to cut you off i just i just realized that uh you were acronym lcqp
0: Right, yeah, it's what the cool kids call it. Yeah,
1: I ju- okay. I just, I just, I honestly just picked up on that where I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> is LCQP?" And now, okay,
0: makes more sense. Oh, first the nine and the zero thing, and now this. Really <laughs> like rocking your world today. Yeah,
1: it's this is my mind's blown. All right, just like uh,
0: Shades, right? Because he killed himself. Because he killed himself. Well, he answer anyways. Apparently.
1: Yeah, dude, that, are you kidding me? That's what he fucking said. Yeah. Oh my
0: god. So. <laughs> very interesting kind of idea about who these people could actually be. But again, this is all stuff that like is just one dude saying it. There's nothing proves this. Nothing like, you know, can be verified here that these people are real. This is what they actually do. And I you don't know. It's very interesting. But the posting of it is very, is, is I would say the most important part is that he posted this saying, you're clear. I've covered your tracks right in line with, a bunch of these accounts being deleted, like hacked and deleted. Yeah. Lake City seemingly has a handful of owners in its later years, but what about earlier in its life, before it was used to facilitate pedophiles? Using an online hosting information service, we discovered that the Lake City site domain was first purchased in 2001 under the domain crystalwind.com. Clearly not around now, our first archive of Crystal comes from 1997. We are met with a reasonably simplistic homepage. The header logo reads Crystal Wind Consulting. The homepage goes on to tell us that this site is the home place of Montclair Happenings, an information page for the events taking place in and around Montclair, New Jersey. (gasps) I know that place. Yeah. Close to home. Old home.
1: (laughs) Old home. Yeah.
0: The site also suggests that small businesses or home offices could use this site to take out a small claim online. The short description of the site's purpose and a business is signed off by someone named Mike. Sifting through more archive screenshots, we can see the posts added to the Crystal Wind site. These posts from Mike cover not just Montclair events, but discussions about politics and world events. Not only that, but they are written with a highly opinionated tone, a tone That greatly resembles Milo's from his first Reddit posts. This is not the only damning connection between Milo and Mike. Going back to the Drunken Stepfather forum, we can find a few posts warning users that the image hosting site would be down due to northeastern storms coming through. We are also provided with an email shared from Bishop. This email asks users to run a traceroute terminal command to test intermittent server issues. With this request, the IP to the Lake City site is given. Running an IP trace on this IP reveals that it originates in New Jersey. The Crystal Wind site will undergo a few changes over the years, one year notably adding a link at the bottom that led to an endless cycle of nonsensical link lists. So basically, like, it was a little bit of text that said, uh, don't use these emails. These emails was a link that you clicked on and then it gave you a whole list of all these li- uh, links that were just, like, different words and, like, phrases and stuff like that. And clicking through them just brings you to more lists yeah. of links and more lists of links. Okay,
1: I remember that. It's very strange. I kind of remember shit like that, spam, when you used to click. For some mm-hmm. reason, The when you could change your um, mouse, whatever, the arrow... Mm-hmm. And yeah. you used to be able to get like the one on fire or not, and then you could like click it mm-hmm. and then it would always send you to like some index and it was just all
0: spam shit. Yeah. 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 Trying to trick you into downloading viruses.
1: Uh, I, uh, but my mouse was on fire.
0: <laughs> that's true. It was on fire. So was your PC. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> shit. That's why I ran through so many. Another is a link labeled our customers, which led to a quote, the crystal wind is the storm and the storm is data. And data is life. From Daniel Keyes Moran's book, The Long Run. Then, in 2000, the site would have everything removed from it and only display that same quote. Crystal Wind would remain this way until September 2001, right after the 9-11 attacks.
1: Oh my god. Are you telling me Lake Lake City Quiet Pills helped the Bush administration? Is that what you're saying?
0: No. Oh, it just happened to be around (laughs) 9-11? No, right after the 9 11 attacks, the website changed to what I'm showing you now, which is a don't tread on me flag. And the quote You pig spawn lovers of goats can run, but you can't hide. You will be found. You will die in the shameful manner your actions have warranted. We're coming for you. All of this on top of a black background. And then another photoshopped image of naval men and military boats, and another don't tread on me. Uh, flag so it, it was like the person who owned that mic would definitely just like he still had the website and he was just using that to show him like his support of the hunt yeah of wmds
1: okay yeah and this uh i'm confused because the don't tread on me flag doesn't have any blue box or stars Nope. It's just red and white just stripes.
0: Red and white stripes. Yep.
1: And it's also like I don't know where he photoshopped this snake from, but it's nothing like the original snake from Don't Tread on Me.
0: Honestly, it looks like one of the snakes that pops up of the peanut can. Oh
1: my god, it does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the domain would remain like this until 2004. In 2004, the site now displayed a splash page for a website redirection service. Coincidentally, the same splash page and service can be seen on the earliest archive of lake city another link between the two sites in 2007 we get the next iteration of the crystal wind site the site now displayed what looked like a simple directory under the title index of a list of random file names leads us to various different directories the two directories of interest to us are titled Scooby and Sharky.
1: Uh, I don't know. Blue fur sounds kind of interesting, too. Blue fur. Early avatar script
0: rights. <laughs> <laughs> we could have been in
1: on it early, man. We would have made billions.
0: <laughs> yeah, billions. <laughs> Clicking on Scooby takes us to another directory and another list. In this list, we are met with files such as Blindfold, Body Tank, headphones and table is
1: this is runescape
0: fortunately the files with these links are still accessible so nexpo downloaded them opening the files we are met with various 3d modeled images what the fuck is going on all the files display a 3d woman either on or wearing the file's title the images while not inherently nefarious leave an uneasy feeling deep in the pit of your stomach i mean don't they they're like inherently unsettling
1: yeah i mean especially the experiment table and the body tank place your p4
0: female in suspended animation
1: yeah that one that one will get you the other two honest. when you said it was like the runescape create a character when you're selecting uh-huh.
0: like what they should look right. like it's like very early 3d models essentially yeah
1: but yeah no the the other two definitely uh uneasy
0: yeah, I mean, the body tank is wild, but the, the experiment table is literally just like a torture tape, table for sure. Yeah,
1: but also, great cans.
0: Well, they are, we could get you some, they're specifically labeled as DJ headphones. <laughs> That's what they call them? Yeah, DJ headphones. That's insane. <laughs> wow. Sharky contains more lists of 3D models, covering the broad spectrum of weapons, vehicles, rooms, and headshots. After downloading a handful of these files, Nexpo began searching through the README file that was attached with them. Among the info, a new character, Trent the Thief, is thanked. We also get the address to another site, cybergate corp.com. Staying in theme with Scooby and Sharky, this site hosted and sold downloads of 3D models. All these models on the site shared one thing in common they were online with the same content found on Lake City Quiet Pills, R Slash Jailbait, and Drunken Stepfather, now just in 3D models. Wait. Is it, yeah.
1: A, a side question, not to be yeah. weird here, but so they're 3D models of underage girls?
0: Essentially, yeah. Or, or like, underage-presenting 3D uh, characters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, inherently, I mean, obviously
1: creepy as fuck, but like... Creepy?
0: Yeah, I know where you're going. Not strictly legal. It's,
1: yeah, it's
0: it's the, it is 3D models, right? Yeah, which is it, it's a, a more brought it up to a point of like it, just showing the connection between all these different sites. Yeah. There is a very common theme and interest of these people. Yeah. Uh, With, whether it's technically illegal or not. Yeah,
1: no. No, I'm I'm getting that from all of this. I'm, I'm getting that there's a a common theme here and it's not the great one to be a part of. <laughs> it is not good.
0: We build another connection thread by searching Crystal Wynn with Mike, which gives an email created in 1997, Trent at crystalwynn.com, hinting at the fact that Mike and Trent the thief were most likely one and the same.
1: <gasps>
0: Nexpo pushed the case further by enlisting the help of private investigators to unearth more connections. From this. We learn of an old Angel26 email that can be tracked down to a New Jersey man named Michael A. Michael A. can also be connected to more Crystal Wind email accounts. Uniting all of these connections, a picture of this mystery begins to formulate. It seems most likely that Mike is Milo, as well as 26 and Trent the Thief, and possibly even Shade or even Satan666. The greater conspiracy, fun as it is, that this group organized and facilitated the assassination of Mahmoud al-Mabou, slowly melts away. What we are left with, and often shifted to the wayside, is a somewhat more depressing conspiracy. The conspiracy that the internet houses a shockingly large community of pedophiles, fostering a safe, hidden space to to share their illegal porn amongst each other. Nexpo proposes that the use of false identities and exaggerated characters helps by creating a fake point of blame, if ever caught. Barely Sociable claims that Milo is the creation of a second lifer with a propensity for role playing. Regardless of whether these people are real or created, the content being shared amongst this mystery is not fake and gives a disturbing glimpse into the darker side of the internet.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what usually I'm I'm a little like probing and, and pessimistic of like uh uh-huh. or or uh, in some cases maybe optimistic that there is a larger mystery. Yeah, no. I'm not going to play around with this one. I think it's I I I mean not a terrible idea if you're like whoa 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 whoa. I'm not a pedophile. I'm actually an assassin.
0: Yeah. It, it, like that's why I kind of hinted to role playing because it seems like you know, oh, I'm the owner of this you know free image hosting site that is mainly hosting jailbait photos. Oh no, I died. <laughs> oh no. Oh, now I've took over. I'm too sick. Oh no, I died. <laughs> you know, it's just like it. It really points to and and that's why I wrote that letter la- because it's like you know. There is a very fun aspect to it. It's, it's, whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, every... cut.
1: You can end it right the there. Whole... Nope. Yeah, <laughs> cut it. Clip it and Clip ship it. Clip it and Amy. we're done. Yale said
0: all of this was fun <laughs> and we're done. The like Merc assassination roleplay is, is a fun mystery. Yeah. You know, 100%. finding secret messages. It's the secret wet work. Like that is fun. And a lot of people like going down this rabbit hole and stuff like that. But I wrote that last paragraph because. There seems to be a serious lack of the fact that like all of these connections that we've made, they're all it's all just fucking dirty perverts hosting what is illegal or close to illegal porn. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's often not talked about with this mystery that there's so many of them. (laughs) There's so many fucking people. It's like finding out uh in your write-up about uh, the the zoologists or whatever uh whoa, there's so whoa, many whoa. Of them.
1: <laughs> yeah there's so many people studying zoology right now there's too many yeah, too right? many if you, if you ask me zootopia no yeah no yeah that uh, everything comes up no 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 yeah yeah no no, yeah yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah yeah that not a great look there and i get because no. you think like Black market, stuff like that. Obviously, illegal Mm -hmm. activity almost draws in other illegal activity. Right.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Trying to associate yourself with like other illegal stuff when you're just being a dirty fucking pervert, but wanting to bring in the mystery of like, oh, potential assassination, kidnappings, smuggling, shit like that, just to draw up the story because then it's like, oh, well... We're not involved with that. It was just easy because it's, it's the easiest way for us to get through our activity.
0: I think the most damning coincidence or, or like piece of evidence or thought about this being role-playing for these guys or just characters that they're playing, essentially, is that we do know that they were technically savvy. They created a website. They clearly were running it, stuff like that. And the Tor browser and the Darknet exists and if you're doing something like wet work you're not putting it in source code that can be publicly accessed just by going to the right website you know you're putting that on the dark net you're putting that in in the onion browser you know that's why it's like it's it's not like they wanted to be found but they're like they're role-playing yeah it's i can't get like there's no other way to explain it they were just playing characters while also being pedophiles yeah. <laughs> you know there's just like these military fantasies that they're playing out
1: no that makes sense that's like uh yeah they're like playing a little game while doing something more serious right it's like fucking playing like hide and go seek or manhunt but really mm-hmm. you're trying to climb up your neighbor's wall and plant listening devices in it because you think your neighbor might be a a murderer just like in the summer of 84 i found you you fat bitch (laughs) (laughs) was Mackie
0: a pedophile he was kind of a pervert wasn't he
1: i think there's a very close connection between uh pedophiles and child murderers and I know no one else wants yeah. to say it, but I'll, I'll take the stand. Wow. What a brave comment. I mean, you were pretty brave. Yeah. You said child porn and this whole story was fun. So I might as well make a brave stand too. Wait, hold on. That's it. And so Wait if you minute. guys have a suggestion for what you want to see, hit us up. Oh no, it's so bad. Hit us up on, um, what was it? Drunken Stepfather or, or where do you want them to hit you up? Yeah. Yo is that which subreddit did you up in the source code
0: (laughs) dude if you have some free time you should check out the uh jailbait creators interview it is like you know if you flip through the channel and they're like we're gonna interview the the creator of jailbait you go yep that's the guy (laughs) that's definitely the guy
1: (laughs) that's like um who took this like someone i forget oh I think they were like campaigning for the age of consent to go down or something. Oh God! And it's just like there's no chance you think this is good in your head, and they're like, right. "Nope, I'm gonna stick my flag in this hill, and <laughs> I got some good points on this."
0: Yeah, this is the hill I die on. Yeah. Oh God, I need some more Lake City quiet bills on the world. <laughs> it is a cool nickname. It's an awesome. I will nickname. give it that. It's a fucking sick nickname. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah, it's it's pretty good, I have to say. I don't know if this Milo or Mike character is the originator of that, but certainly popularized it. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: And so, yeah, since you mentioned this, uh, we, we figured out, or at least think we tracked it down to this Mike A guy, is there any mm-hmm. more information on him, like how old he was, or anything like that?
0: Not so much, no. Yeah, I, I think... I think because that is a real person, people are like hesitant to do too much kind of like pestering Mm -hmm. of him. Um, I believe there was one interview that I saw on the subreddit with the supposed Mike guy or it was either the supposed Mike guy it was yeah and he in this interview basically claimed to just own the server that was hosting all these things and he's like oh yeah some dude came to me wanted to host a site so he paid me 50 bucks a month to host it so basically claiming no involvement in it Whoa. essentially just owned the server happened to own the server and they were interviewing him, like did you <laughs> he you know he rented the server from you and hosted a site for a very long time did you know any like learn anything about him and nothing really
1: yeah got it that makes sense that's good
0: at least because you don't want to you don't want to go too
1: far in a mystery and then like fuck up someone's real life when you don't know what they're doing right yeah right all right good good job good job holding yourself (laughs) back reddit
0: that's surprising to hear it's it's very rare (laughs)
1: yeah um, but all right, that was it's
0: very rare. Uh, but that's Lake City Quiet Pulse. Yeah,
1: what a great mystery from assassination to uh, just downright pervy horn dogs.
0: Yeah, dirty, dirty little fuckers. Dirty.
1: But again, awesome fucking nickname that I will be using for the rest of my life. <laughs>
0: As you should. As you should. When people think Lake City Quiet Pills, they're gonna think nile
1: No, 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 <laughs> no. No no no. <laughs> no thank you.
0: No thank you. I'm good. Well, that's another another deep dive into the dark web, baby. If you got something that you want us to look into, please make sure that it's not underage porn. But you can reach out to us. At weirdwidewebpod at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram at weirdwideweb.pod. Follow us on Twitter at weirdwidewebpod or search us on YouTube at weirdwidewebpod. And uh, we'll investigate your mysteries. We'll investigate more mysteries. Yeah. Stumble through them a <laughs> few weeks at a time. We'll
1: try. There's a couple we're actually uh, that were fan-suggested that we're looking through. Um, we are doing some yeah. research. That's on good Well, also, I don't, I just take a step back. I don't want to assume that they're fans. Um, <laughs> that's true. They, they, <laughs> they
0: shared this out of spite. Yeah,
1: they could just be like, "You guys need some fucking good content. Here you go." <laughs> so uh, either
0: way, I know I've listened to everything. Yeah. Either way,
1: we welcome your suggestions. We'll take, them. We'll take
0: it. Yeah, we will take them. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me as always, Nile.
1: And thank you, Yale, for taking me through this perverted world we call the internet.
0: Right. It's so much the internet.